0: I am your host, Carrie Scullin, giving us different perspectives on where we are and where we want to go on our journey. Thanks for being here, and I look forward to spending some time with you. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Founder series. We are here really to showcase amazing, incredible women who are doing. Um, incredible things, and really making an impact and changing the changing every woman, I believe, that comes into their um, energy and their contacts. So I have an incredible guest today. She's coming all the way from Costa Rica. Her name is Krista Cocott, and she's a life coach, a people-pleasing life coach, and amazing at helping us to set boundaries, which I think there's a lot of us that need some help in this area. So Krista, thank you so much for joining us. And I can't wait to get in here. And um, I know there's going to be lots of nuggets dropped. And Mm -hmm. our casual conversation is the best way that I like to go about these things. So thank you for being here. Welcome. And if you want to come on in and we can get going. I'd love to hear a little bit for our audience uh, Mm -hmm. of your story where you kind of came from what got you doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, I just love that you're doing what fills you up because that's what, that's to me, what my, the next phase of my life is all about is finding what that is that fills me up and then sharing because I Mm -hmm. love to share. So Mm -hmm. welcome to the show. I'll let you take it away.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate being on here. I love going on any kind of platform that I can kind of reach more women, reach more men, whoever it is that needs to hear, you know, um, wisdom because I like watching that I like listening in I like tuning into to that kind of stuff so and I just truly believe that people's life experiences and what they walk through and how they learn to navigate it is truly where the wisdom comes in beautiful and yeah, yeah. so I tr- I'm like you can go to school till you're 90 and just not have the same experience as walking the earth and going through a certain you know life experience for yourself so well, absolutely. Um, that's what makes yeah. you so powerful in what you do. Because yeah. you, you're,
0: you're in the moment. You're yeah, you're, you're coming from a place of, you do know your experience. And I think that's what the beautiful part is, is we can use our experiences from what, what has worked for us mm-hmm. and then people can take it and use what they want and, and change it a bit. But it's, it's so important for people to share their stories.
1: Absolutely. And Absolutely. And I started sharing mine about eight years ago and was a nervous wreck to do it because mine is quite um, it, a lot of people have, you know, layers and layers to their to their life story. And uh, with mine, it, it is nothing, you know, short of that. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I remember when I first started sharing it and the very first time I actually went public with it, it was a live Facebook video wow. and I was applying to be on stage to speak. For this, this uh, group, this lady had put out this contest and you had to do a three minute, you had to do a three minute story and share it on Facebook and I'm like, I can do this, and I know I'm going to win, I can, and this is a deep feeling I had, and I'm like, I know I know I'm going to win. And that scared the crap out of me because I wanted it and I knew I'd win, but was I ready to start to speaking share. the truth? Was I ready to share? Because I'd grown up in such a house that was like, you don't say this. You only say this, like people pleasing 101, codependency and zero boundaries. We didn't yeah. even know what those words were, self-care, what? And yeah. I know that even just that resonates with so many people, regardless of hearing my story, you people relate to people pleasing codependency no boundaries self-care is not something that you do you take care of everybody else so no matter how my story unfolded we all can relate so many can relate to that yes so absolutely no matter you know what your what your story is there's some common threads that we all feel connected to one another yeah you know that that's like okay how did you get to that point yeah you know and what made you do that so
0: well, and I love that. And that's what, to me, what, what these conversations are all about because people may be in that people-pleasing role and not really realize that that's what it is mm-hmm. because they've, it's they, been their life. They've done it forever. They don't even acknowledge like, wow, there could be a different way here. And I think I need to start taking a look at how much it's affecting me.
1: Well, if I, you're think in that key, I think the key for that Carrie is like really becoming aware of yourself. Like, are you feeling frustrated? Are you feeling resentful? Are you feeling bitter every time you say yes to something, but really you need no, you know, there's all these different things that when you start to become aware of yourself, that's when you start to go, Oh my gosh, I've been living in this people pleasing mode because it protected me for a long time. It protects you for a long time. I was going to say it's like survival, right? It's a survival mechanism. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yep. my family, it was very much just say yes, because then the fighting wouldn't happen and then I wouldn't get grounded. And then all the things, you know, so it was just like, just say yes, just do what you need to do. Just walk on eggshells, just cater to dad, because if yes. you do that, then the peace will be there and we'll all be okay. Yeah. You know? And then that just carries on because it's such a, it's in our cell level when we've done it at such a small age. And so, you know, it just kind of carried on. And then I got married when I was 21 and it carried into my husband where it's like, I'm just going to do whatever he needs me to do to keep the peace. you know and then as I got older and I had my boys and I had kids at uh, 23 and 25 and then I got older and I'm like wait a second I'm unhappy like what why am I so unhappy I can't seem to do enough for people yeah I can't volunteer in every place because I was I was over volunteering I was over yesing to all the friends and making you know um Cookies and you know, uh, school lunch things, you know, all the things. I was doing all the things, and I'm like, I, I I'm not happy. And yet everybody else seems to be okay, and right. I'm not. And yeah. that is when the big awareness kind of came for me when my kids were you know smaller, and I was like, something's going on here. and oh. I'm feeling the need to help people to feel worthy, right, right. And do you think like because when
0: I started to take a look
1: at that too,
0: I wondered if I was the only one putting all that pressure on me to do it. Right. Like I thought was the right thing was to do, to do that. And then it was like, Hmm, I'm the only one that seems to be, um, I don't even know what the right word is. Nobody was putting that pressure on me is what I mean.
1: No, that, no, that and me. it, no, absolutely. And And the thing that got me too, that might resonate with some of you is, if I would say, I would test the boundaries, you know, like someone would say, Hey, can I come, can I, um, can I leave my kids with you on Saturday? And I'm like, actually, you know what? I'm busy Saturday. And I would kind of test to see how the no felt. And if I got any type of pushback, if I got any type of, Oh, I really don't have any other place. I'd be like, "Never mind, That's okay. You know what? Bring them on over. It's okay. Cause I did. I wasn't good with conflict. Most people aren't. I wasn't good with making somebody else upset. I right. didn't want to inconvenience anybody. I knew how to inconvenience myself. Yep. I knew how to take care of myself and what that dance looked like. I didn't know how to take care of someone else's feelings that were upset. Right. You know, or I didn't, I wasn't comfortable with that. Right. So I was like, yep, sure. You know what? Bring them over. Because that was sure. easier. That it was, was easier. easier. In that way moment. Easier. Yep. Yes. Way easier than dealing with them, the thought of them being upset. Yep.
0: And, and not so. Liking.
1: Mm-hmm. So there was or, a lot of that that happened at the beginning of my boundary setting as well. When I would say no to somebody or no, thank yeah. you. Or, you know, there's a lot of, of that just going, I have to disconnect from the outcome. I have to disconnect from the outcome.
0: Yeah. Well, that's um, what I was going to, that's what I was going to go to next was how do you even start to bring in some of that? Is it just the little steps? Like you said, like, absolutely.
1: It's just, small. It's yeah. so really me it, yeah. With me, it was literally like, I always, I talk about this often, but it's with, um, it was with my husband and he's a people person. Like he could be with people 24 seven. And the more people, the better, he could get up in the morning and be with people and go to bed and be with people. And, have, and that fuels him like nothing else. Right. It drains me. I'm completely the opposite. Yeah. I love one-on-one time. Yeah. Okay. So I get fueled with one-on-one time for him. He'd probably rather saw his arm off with that. Like the more energy, the better. And yep. the more energy that I'm around, the more people I'm around, the quicker my battery just goes weak. So for years, I kept him happy by doing these things. I, he was a youth pastor for 17 years, so I would go to these functions and I would go to the, I would go to church and I would do the things and I would, I became the pastor's wife and I would have people over and, but like weekly, not like monthly, but like weekly. Yeah. Tons. Of, the door was open on Wednesday night. The door was open on Saturday night. The door was open on Sunday. You know, people coming and going, and I just started to really hate. All of it. Yeah. I really did. Like, there, that was the word. I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. And it was, that was kind of my, I'm like, something else is going on here. Right. Like, you had a clue. I had a clue. Had a clue. Yeah. Yeah. So my first thing was actually talking to him and yeah. saying, I don't know how this is going to sound, but I can't do this anymore. I can't yeah. say yes. Can we just at least do Wednesday nights? Can you start doing the youth Bible study, whatever it was, on Wednesday nights? Can you do it someplace else? Yeah. So it was literally those types of conversations, small. Yeah. And if he was like at all, like, oh, why? That would that would be really hard for me. Yes. So really hard for me because I didn't want to upset him. Right. So I had to really learn to just hold my ground and go, no, I don't want to feel upset anymore. And one of these things, the big thing for anxiety and when you're feeling frustrated is, is to really look at what's going on because it's usually you're letting there's a slippery boundary in there somewhere there's a boundary that needs to be placed Um, right and that's what had started to happen there was no boundaries whatsoever like our door was open all the time people were allowed to come and go like it was just there was nothing it was like so that was the first thing for me and then after that it started to be like hey can you come to my baby shower you know on a Friday night and I'm like no I I just don't want to go be with all those people and so it was a small no thanks but thanks for the invite and then I'd hang up and I'd go, okay, I can do this. It's okay. It's okay. They don't need me there. It's okay. And it would be a self-talk. It would literally be a self-talk because it was just so foreign. Wow. Yeah. I I think,
0: I think a lot of, a lot of women can relate to that. Yeah. And then like you said, so you make that step, you say no, and then you got to then you got to do some work even after that. It's not a just, you know, Oh yeah, I feel
1: great. You know, I did that. I feel powerful. No, And I talk about that a lot with my boundary setting when in my courses and stuff, I'm like, you will 1000% feel guilty. The first time you start doing it, it happens to all of us. It happens absolutely to all of us. It doesn't matter who you are. I hear it time and time again, I have been there. And, you know, now that I've been practicing for, you know, almost, you know, 10 years, it's like, it's definitely getting, Obviously, easier, but there's still times where I can see it on their face or I hear it in their voice, and it's still a pang. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, not my problem. It's okay. It's okay. Take care of yourself. Take care of yes. yourself. The, the language I use has changed, and I get through it a lot faster now. Yes. Or mm. I think before I, it might be like in bed for a while, they hate like, me. They hate me.
0: <laughs> well, we have such a, or, or I shouldn't say we, but I know that for me, that. That sense of disappointing something. Oh,
1: yeah. yes. I mean, like, you know, and it's uh, and people pleasing and bound, we all have it. It's part yeah. we want human connection. We all yes. want to be liked. Like it's not, yeah. you know, someone says I don't care if anyone likes them. Like yes, you do. Like we all yeah. have it in us somewhere. Yeah, but we're the, human. The, the, we're human. We love connecting with people. Yeah. and when someone's vulnerable with us, we're like yes, you know, you feel it, and they're imperfect, and all those things. And yeah. the, the part that gets really the part that I talk about and I teach and I coach with my clients and the ones that are drawn to me are the ones that are finding that their life is revolved around pleasing other people. Right. They have zero boundaries and they make sure everyone else is okay around them. And they're the most unhappy um, when you're finding your worth for helping people. So that was a shift that I had in mind as well was like, I kept helping people because they needed me. And man, that need, it fueled me like right? Crazy, like I was the person to go to, like Crystal, say yes. And so, the more that that got out there, the more my ego loved it. Oh, that's a great point! Yeah, I just was fueled by this need of people wanting me. Yeah, and so that's why I also created drama, and that's why I also was gossip central. And you know, because I'm like, I this my ego needs all of this. Yeah, I this feels so good to be needed, and I feel worthy. You know right. And it was all external validation, right? It was just like so it would ebb and flow. And when yep. they needed me, man, did I feel good. But when yep. no one did, oh, I was low. Other than because I didn't know how to give it to myself. Right. Oh, I didn't is know there,
0: how to give that. Is there a piece of control in that as well? One hundred percent. When people need you. Yeah. Because we all want to. Control something
1: in our lives to feel yeah. like it's not out of control. So absolutely, that, absolutely. Yeah. And that when I first started kind of doing this, people really diving into it. And one of my people pleasing that I had hired our coach, she goes, "You know that it's a bit manipulative, hey, to people please." And I'm like, "Pardon?" And I, that now, was I see the quote. now I see the quotes everywhere, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah. "I hate to break it to you, sweetie, but it totally is." But we it's, don't know we're doing it sometimes. We don't. Know. Know. It's so subconscious. Yeah, it's
0: such that's that was such a hard thing for me because that's that was. Um, some feedback that I got recently was, um, mm. you realize when you don't allow yourself to receive, mm. it is a, it is a part of control. And I was like, oh, I that know. hurt. Oh that I, hurt. Know. I didn't know, I know that I wasn't I wasn't no. consciously trying no. to control that, but when you don't allow yourself to receive, it's like, oh, no, 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 I do all the giving no, 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 you can, no, no, that doesn't work because now I'm not in control. I don't know how to handle that. Totally, Carrie, that
1: was a big one for me too. And I realized what flipped for me with that aspect because a lot of people pleasers, overgivers, we don't know how to receive because we're the ones in control. So we're like, no, we'll give, we know what we're doing. It's all part of that. Yeah. Was the shift that happened for me and made it, you know, made me go, oh, was I'm robbing someone of blessing me. Yes, and yeah. the amount of blessing that I give to people now that I'm able to see it like that is like, wait, I don't want to rob them of that. If they want to give me 500 bucks. I'm going to let them, if they want to come clean my house, I'm going to let them, if they want to drop off dinner, I'm going to let them, Yeah, you know, I'm like, why, why would I rob them of that? Like, please, thank you. That again, takes practice. And yes. Again,
0: and like all of this. Oh, well, and, and I love that because as, and I, I'm only saying women, because that's, that's yeah. where we're at, but um. <clears throat> Again, it goes back to, as women, we want to help. We're not helping when we don't allow them to give to us. So like oh. you said, it's a blessing for them. We know what it feels like. Yeah. And many of the women who are watching knows what it feels like to give, mm-hmm. but we don't allow someone else to that opportunity to get that feeling from us.
1: What well, it I made a for decision. Them to I made a decision. It was six years ago. I had a partial hysterectomy and I was going to be off. For six weeks not doing anything but healing up and I remember laying there on the hospital bed going in and I thought there's going to be a lot of people reaching out asking what they can do for me I know this I know my community they're beautiful yeah. women you know I know what's going to be happening I've got three I got two grown boys and a husband they're going to go on to feed them <laughs> you know like they're we were well we're well liked and so I thought okay Krista this is your chance you are going to say yes thank you and I accept your help to every single message that comes that's it this so that's when it really and it was only six years ago you guys I'm 49 like it wasn't like I started when I was 20 like it yep. was a work in progress yeah but I made a conscious effort laying there on that hospital bed going you say yes and thank you to every single person that offers anything wow because my normal MO would be like we got this thank you yeah yeah, we got this. Thank you. And you don't want to put anybody injured. out. Yeah. Don't want to put anybody out. Oh. So ev- so I woke up from my hysterectomy and it went great. And, da, 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 and I open up my messages. And sure enough, can we bring food? Can I come clean your house? Um, are the boys okay? Do they need to come for supper? I'm like, yes, yes, thank you, yes, thank you, yes, thank you, yes, thank. You, yes, thank- I'll be in my room with the door closed, yeah. you know, like come into my house and do whatever the heck you want to. And so, but that's what I did. And it was a game changer for me. So it's just practice a little bit a little bit and then all of a sudden it was almost
0: like I I relate that to almost like a nervous system trauma response where you have to yeah you have to allow your body to get used to what that feels like so just a little bit a little bit and then your body's not so resistant to it and then you know what else it helped
1: me do is ask for help yeah
0: yeah
1: that's a big one we don't do either Yep, we got it we got this And I don't care who you are, all women kind of get to that point. of just like, we got this, you know, especially if you're really independent. And so, you know, which is also another coping mechanism, but it's, it's, that allowed me to go, wait a second, asking for help is such a strength, like a sign of strength that I always saw it as a sign of weakness, you know? So when I was able to switch that around through the thank yous and the acceptance of help, I was able to go, I need to, maybe because I would be able to reach out to different coaches. I need help on my business. Yeah. I need help, you know, but personally, which they all go together, by the way, you yes. know, but I was able to, my mind was able to differentiate. This is for my business that I need help. Not me. This yeah. is I'm hiring help to clean my house. Not me. It's for my house. Yeah. You know, because I didn't well, ever put it back on me.
0: And and I think we we um we talked about doing a disservice when we don't, but I also, I found, it was years and years ago, and I had, I think I had my first um, experience of somebody putting a boundary on, uh-huh. and I was, I was coming to visit, like coming into town, hey, you know, I'm I'm going to be there, can I come and stay at your place? You know, I was, I was in my early 20s, I think. And, um, and she said, uh, no, you know what, we've had a lot of company lately, and I just, we need a weekend without anybody and like I was just like oh (laughs) "Oh." and then when I kind of got over that it was just like I have so much respect for that
1: absolutely we're
0: we're 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 modeling we're showing that she modeled that for me where she put herself and her family
1: first first I'm like wow
0: the thing is is
1: that the more the more you get boundaries and the more you find a voice and the more you start speaking up you really do um when someone does it to you you begin to just go no problem yeah like it does when you are still shaky in your own and someone does it to you you're like oh yeah you know so even now like when people you know I'll say certain things hey can you meet it too they're like no that doesn't work for me I'm like cool let me know when you know it just yeah. nothing it just because I get it yeah. I get that now. I'm like, and when we first started doing boundaries, you guys, I do talk about this a lot. We tend to become boundary bullies uh, and the pendulum swings. We go from yes, 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 yes. i love everybody to I hate every, because you start to really <laughs> see, you really do. You start yeah. to see how much you said yes and how much you put up with yeah, and how much you accept it into your life. And so we have to give ourselves grace. And then we find this balance in there. Yeah. And I've had numerous clients that Um, you know, they will work on the boundary or they have been, and they almost can't find that middle ground now because now they have no friends. They don't go out of the house. You know, they've said no to everything. And they're like, now I don't know where to go because, and that's when you have to start saying yes again to what fuels you and you feel good about doing. And that takes practice. Like that takes practice. Like what you did before might not work now. Yeah, you know, and going to that Friday night barbecue, you know, might not be the thing that you go to anymore because that might that might just suck you dry and you're like I can't do it all the time. Maybe once in a while. Yeah. You know, so it's you really have to just but you may have to go to it to be around those people, yep. to see that that's actually not what fuels you anymore. Right. You and might have to okay. go to that. And yes. that is
0: okay. That's okay. So when so to give um our viewers, something to take away. Do you have something like, where do what, where would they start? Is it just in that awareness that recognizing that if it feels like an obligation, maybe you can take a a second look at it or like, like, I mean, some of us don't even know where to start with that.
1: Yeah. And I would, I would say we do usually know where to start. We just don't want to acknowledge that. Oh, okay, yeah. And I think for myself, I will tell, I knew there was so many red flags in there that I was over it, check in with your physical body on how you physically feel when you're asked to do something or when you're committing to do something or when you. Um, feel like I could, it can be as simple as a hug, someone giving you a hug and maybe your stomach churns and your shoulders go up. And it's like, that's a boundary that's been crossed for you. Right. You know, depending on the person, um, right. maybe someone asks you to go get groceries for them. And you're like, I just don't have the time. I've had such a crazy week. I just want to have a morning to myself. Sure. I'll go do it. That's a yeah. red flag. So it's yeah. really becoming aware of you know, and I'm talking about a consistent thing. I'm not talking about the one-off that you do certain things, you know, and cross those those lines. I'm talking about the consistency of saying yes, the consistency of abandoning that inner voice that we all have within us saying, don't do it or do do that. And you don't, you know, so it goes both ways. So I think the biggest thing that I did was I got quiet Mm. and I got still and I allowed the inside voice to come out and we don't always want to hear it. Um, And so we don't trust it because it's not something we want to hear. They like, you really need to leave that job because it's not serving you and they are treating you like shit. Yeah. Well, I don't want to hear that because that's giving me, you know, 30 grand a month and I'm not leaving. So So we push it away. Yeah. You really need to get out of this relationship because it's sucking you dry. Well, no, I've been with them for 30 years. I'm not leaving. Boom. So we have this voice like that comes within that comes inside. and. We, most of the time, just don't want to hear what it has to say, because it's going to be hard. It's right. not going to be the easy way because we've been living in our comfort zone for so long. We've been living in that survival mode for so long. That's yeah. what's comfortable.
0: Yes. That's
1: what we know, whether it's drama, whether it's, you know, I think for myself, I didn't know what peace was for the longest time, like an actual sh- mm-hmm. because my life was so chaotic that that's where I found peace. Right. Oh, and I wrote, I wrote tons of blogs about that of like chaos was my peace. I knew how to manage chaos. Yes. And so, you know, once I did my Enneagrams and I realized I was a nine and I'm a peacekeeper, I was like, oh my gosh, no wonder I was like, you know, trying to make sure everyone was okay around me because that was what I exude. But now it's like, I find peace within myself. And what does that look
0: like? Right.
1: Boundaries is number one self-care in my book. It's a number one self-care thing that we can do for ourselves. Yeah. When we honor that voice. So saying all of this, I would, I would say the number one thing was to, whether you do something about it or not is really become aware of what that voice is saying. Right. Yeah. If somebody, if you get asked to do something or not do something or whatever it is, it's like, pay attention to what your body does. Pay attention to the upset stomach. Do you get shoulders that come up? Do you get the hair on the back of your neck? Like something, our body won't lie. Yeah. Our mind does. Yes our mind can convince us of a lot of things but our bodies will not lie sometimes it's hips that ache knees like something's going on within our body when something's not right
0: and and i think it's it's um, also important to see what that relationship is and how important it is to you because if you let those resentments build up that that relationship is eventually going to Mm-hmm. So if it's somebody that is really important to you, mm-hmm. you start making those changes subtly for yourself. It doesn't have to be this big announcement that you're putting a boundary in and no, I'm not accepting this anymore. It can just be something that you do yourself. But it's also, I think, really important to recognize that you're giving them an opportunity that, that you don't know how they're going to react either. Mm-hmm. They might be relieved too. They may well,
1: be I, absolutely. Like, I I, like
0: my friend, I was like, wow, I, I hugely respect that you did that. Yeah. It hurt my pride a little bit. It hurt my ego that, you know, you didn't want to see me, but I get it. Mm -hmm. Like looking Mm -hmm. back at that. And, and that was a gift that she gave me by doing that.
1: Well, and I have, like, I sat with my husband and I said, I'm on this, I'm on this learning curve here. And I don't know what this looks like, babe, but I love you. And I just need you to know that like, I'm going to be saying no, I had to couch it I just like, for me, that worked in our relationship. And there's still moments now, years later, I go, okay. We have a tough conversation coming up and I'm not sure how to do this. And I've said it with my boys. And so I'll say it with my good friends too. I'll say, Hey, do you have, you know, a second, like I have some stuff I want to talk to you about, and I don't know how this is going to sound, but I need to get off my chest because I value our friendship. Exactly. Yes. And so I need to do this. So I, there's a lot of coaching that can be done as well. Like prep that can be done. If, if you choose to, if you choose to, and and you're right, sometimes it's always, it can just be you making the small changes within yourself and people will notice. Yeah. Right. And that's what I talk about too, is like, as you change, you either get people that are like, I love this person or you get the ones that's like, ah, she's no longer betting fitting me. I'm out.
0: Well, that's right. Because it's usually the relationship is what are we getting from it? Yep. Yeah. What's in it for me? What's in it for me. And, and when you can take a little bit of a step back on that. Yeah oh, I I just, everybody benefits in my opinion. And if they choose to not, and they choose to leave, well, that's a benefit for them too, because they'll find someone else who's going to do that for them. Absolutely. And then we have room in our,
1: in our world for someone else. Right. So yes.
0: Yes. Um, And I think um, I'm not, now I can't remember if we talked about this before we came on or if it was in the beginning of the conversation, (laughs) Um, but I think a a big, important piece of it was the self-compassion for us as we're learning this and going through it. And there may be days where we beat ourselves up, but the more you do the work, the quicker we can get, not even get out of it, but recognize it for what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel a little bit bad for doing that. I'm going to let myself feel that way for a little bit. and Then I'm going to realize, but that was the best thing for me.
1: Absolutely. And we talked about it before we, before we jumped on, cause I talked about how, when I started my inner child healing, like, which was this yes. of seeing myself as a little girl, I'm like, I would never talk to a child the way I talk to myself. And I know this goes for many of us. And so now when I do quote unquote mess up or I take a few steps back, or I maybe react a certain way coming in with like, it's okay, sweetie. Literally, this is how I talk to myself. I'll go, it's okay, sweetie. You know what? you were heated. It's okay. We all, it happens to all of us. Don't worry about it. Let's just move through this. I love you. You are still enough. You're still beautiful. You're still worthy. Let's move on. You know, yeah. do you need to go apologize? Do we need to apologize? Yeah. Okay. For our, for our sake, you know, for us and take ownership and then we can move on. So there's a lot of that that happens on the daily because you're an idiot. Why would you do that? You should have known better. That wasn't working. Yeah, and Nor does it work. It yes. doesn't no matter if it's like, you can't lose weight. Like, of course you can't lose weight. And you talk to yourself like this terrible, you know, instead of going, you know what? You're beautiful. Yeah. Let's go move our body. Let's just go outside yeah. and exercise. Let's go do, have some fun. Yeah. You know, so Stop. It, Stop you're, it's bang on the compassion and the grace is, was a huge, huge thing to move through certain emotions that come up. Yeah. Certain things. Absolutely. Well, I love, um, I love
0: what you do. I am making the world a better place. I appreciate, you. I appreciate all that you offer. Um, where can people find you? I know that you've got lots of freebies on your website. Your podcast is incredible. The Love of Purple podcast. Please mm-hmm. go listen to that. If you yeah. want more boundary, setting boundary, help, people pleasing. Krista is... There it is. Girl, <laughs> ah, it's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yes, I love so. Instagram is where I hang out most of the time. So it's I am Krista Kocot. Um I hang out there. You know, if you uh, go find me there, make sure you drop into my inbox and say hi. Um, I love chatting with people in there. Facebook, Krista Cocott Life Coach, um, yeah. kristakokot dot com on my website. Again, Love of Purple Podcast. Um, love it. I'll just yeah. My podcast is called the Love of Purple Podcast because I didn't even know what my favorite color was till I was like. Thirty nine because I was told what my favorite color was and I wanted to fit in. So if Carrie, you said yours was green, I'd be like, same, same. Mine's oh, green too. Oh gosh, so it yeah. wasn't until I da- went down my 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 own journey that I'm like, freaking! I love purple. You know, I love yeah. purple. And and I had heard somebody once say someone close in my life had said purple's for old people. So I dismissed it for a long time because it was like, you know, I just um, didn't want to. Yeah, I wanted to please them. So I'm like, I don't like it either. Yeah. But Oh,
0: truly is my favorite (laughs) girl. Oh my gosh! We yeah, we've we've got so much more to talk about. I love the the um, title on your website. I think it was authenticity over approval. Yeah, I I loved our conversation. I would love to have you back on again. Um, Mm. And for all of you out there, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for watching the replay and you know what I always say you are more than enough as is. So have an amazing week and hopefully we'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks everybody. Thank you, Krista. You're welcome. Thank you.